How's it going, guys? Kyle with Dirt Bike Channel here. This is the Dirt Bike Channel podcast, and today we're going to be tackling a question that I'm getting in my email uh, quite a bit. In fact, I've been getting it enough, and people are calling me enough that I figured this is probably a perfect time to do a podcast episode on this. I may come out and do a YouTube video on this as well, just because it's something that's been coming up a lot. And the question is, Kyle, should I buy a 2019 or a 2020 KTM? Now, this is something that happens to me every year. Basically, people call in or email in saying, hey, should I get a leftover model um, from, from last year? And I think that's a really, really good way to get a good deal. I've done this over the years, and I think it's a fantastic way to get yourself into a new, a new dirt bike. Because a lot of times the the updates that they make on these bikes is not like life-changing. It isn't like something that is going to knock your socks off. Every once in a while it is. Like when KTM went the model year 2017, the difference between a 2016 KTM and a 2017 KTM was like a quantum leap. It was a huge, huge deal. They did a number of things. They counterbalanced the motors. They updated the frame. They gave the thing new forks. I mean, it was just... It was a totally redesigned bike in the two strokes anyway. And so people would ask me, you know, should they, should they get a 2016 at that time? And I'm like, no, the 2017s are so freaking awesome um, that, that, I, that it's way, way more worth it to me to have the 2017. But I digress. The, the question here is 2019 KTM or 2020 KTM. And it's kind of a complex answer because you've got a couple different models and the models are kind of doing different things like the XC line. I'm, I'm just going to talk about the off-road lineup, you know, like the XC line, the XCW line. I'm not going to talk about the SX bikes. I'm not going to talk about the four strokes. This is specifically going to be the two stroke. Should I buy a 2019 or 2020 KTM two stroke uh, off-road or cross-country bike? That's what we're going to focus on right here. The thing about this is you can typically get, if you buy a leftover bike, you can typically get around like $1,000 off of those old, the, the leftover bikes. So right now, it is late 2020 right now, which means all the 2020s have been hitting, I mean, it's late 2019, it's right now, I've got to get this straight, it's late 2019, 2019, and that means that for the last few months, the dealers have been getting the 2020 model year bikes in and they sometimes if they have a leftover 2019, they want to get rid of that, and they and then, so they'll offer some deals on that, you know. And so I've done this a ton where I'll buy a leftover model. Right now it is still model, it's still 2019, but the 2019 bikes are the leftover models because of the way they come out. So you can get uh, a lot of money off those, and in a lot of cases that's a really a really good thing, you know? And, and so the question is going to revolve that we're going to discuss is, is going to revolve um, around whether it's an XC model or an XCW model. This is extremely important for this topic, in my opinion. A lot of years, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter if you're getting an XC or an XCW. You just say, hey, I'm going to take the $1,000 off. But I do have some interesting thoughts on this uh, this time around because of what's happened with the XC line um, and then quietly what's happened with the XCW line. Cause I don't think the I think that the updates that happened to the XC line, they got kind of all the press and all the run, especially for me so far. But now there are some things that I want to talk about the XCW line. Um, and I'm going to start with the XC line. I have no idea how long this podcast will be. It might be one of the shorter podcasts. Um, cause this is a pretty narrow topic here, but I want to start with the XC line. Um, 
because I want to save my passion towards the end because I have even more passionate feelings about the XCW line this time around, which is cool, right? So let's talk the 2019 250 or 2019 KTM XC line, the pro, like the pros of getting the leftover model on a KTM XC line from 2019. So, because there are some, so I can make, this is the interesting thing about the XC line. I can make arguments both ways. I can make arguments for why you should get a 2019 XC bike or why you should get a 2020 uh, XC bike. And they're for different people. And the, the cool thing right now is you do have, you do have options and you're kind of in like this, this, uh, really cool spot where you could get, um, look, I've got a freaking telemarketer calling me on the phone right here. So I'm going to, I'm going to blast you out. So you've got uh, these options that are really, really cool. So the 2019 XC, it's the last guard of the, of the carbureted XC bikes. And that means a lot to people. There are still people out there that are, don't want to move over to the TPI, the EFI, because of the simplicity. They love it simple. They, say, they email me back and they say, K-I-S-S, keep it, keep it simple, stupid. And there is, some, there is some truth to that. I mean, a week or so ago when I got stuck at five miles of hell, if I'd have been on a carbureted bike at that time, I wouldn't have had a fuse that would have blown to the fuel pump and it would have been fine. You know, so although we did have two other bikes that were fuel injected there and they both worked fine. But the point is, if you have an, if you have a carburetor, there is some simplicity there and it's just simple and it works. And so if you get a 2019 KTM XC bike, it's still going to have a carburetor on it. And then if you want to put, you know, some other carburetor an aftermarket carburetor on it, like electron or whatever, you can do that. And it's going to be awesome. And it's going to be awesome for years to come. So simplicity, um, that bike also still has a kickstart. It's been a major issue, a major point of contention with me on KTM. I hate the fact that they've taken the kickstarts off 2019 KTM XC bike still has a kickstart. That is a really good thing. It gives me nice touchy feelies. It gives me warm fuzzies at night helps me sleep better. Uh, although, <laughs> although I keep saying this, um, I mean, there are times that the kickstart has saved me. And then there are other times when the kickstart didn't save me. Like last week at five miles of hell, I was on a 2019 250 or 300 XCW with a kickstart. It didn't, it didn't matter because it wouldn't start because of a fuse. So, um, Another pro about getting a 2019 XC bike is the frame in 2020 didn't really get any major updates. You know, the older 19 bike is pretty much the same thing as the newer 2020 bike. It's basically the same in most ways. As far as the frame and the geometry and all that stuff, the 19 to 20, there wasn't really a lot of change that went in there. Um, there were there were some change to, changes to the valving and the forks, which I'll get into later, but it's not like a life changer. And I would say, you know, if you can save anywhere from $500 to $700 to $1,200, um, I would go that route. I'd get a 2019, you know, 250XE. They're, they're pretty awesome or 300XE. They're very awesome. So I can make some, I can certainly make some uh, recommendations there and say the 19 is good, uh, very good, especially if you can save some money. So, and money is, is important. You know, that means that you didn't spend quite so much. They're knocking the price down. That means that when you go to resell the bike, you don't have so much of a Delta, like a gap between what you paid and what it's worth now. And so that's a good thing. And, uh, yeah, I mentioned it before. It's a good way to get a new bike is to buy a leftover model. It's a brand new, brand new model from last year. Okay. Here are the reasons why you might want to get a 2020 KTM XC. This, these are the pro reasons for the 2020. Um, 
First off is the bike has EFI. It's the first time that the XC line got EFI and it's now three model years into the TPI system. So you had 2018, you had 2019 and now 2020. And I do think that they've gotten better each year. There's been little idiosyncrasies with the 2018s and the 2019s. The 2019 is the one that I have struggled with the most. It's also the one I've kept the longest. So there could be something there, but I kind of struggled with it right from the, right from the beginning. Um, just a little bit on the 2019. So, but the but the 2020 TPI bikes that I have, I own two of them, and I've got other buddies that have them. They've been like awesome. It's much improved from what I can tell over the 2019 TPI system. So, and and then there's a ton of you guys out there that don't want to play with jetting, you know. So it's funny because for every guy out there that says I don't want to go to the carbureted or I don't I don't want to get off carburetors and I'm I'm kicking and screaming coming to EFI for every one of those guys I think there's two guys that are saying I'm finally getting back into the two stroke game cuz now it's finally fuel injected and I don't have to worry about jetting you guys may not believe that but I and I don't have like scientific data to back that up but I'm just telling you that that's the experience that I'm having here when people are talking to me um, and coming, you know, on social media or whatever, or hitting me up on email or calling me, they're saying, Hey, look, I've been out of dirt bikes for 15 years. And I'm, I'm finally now jumping back in because of the fact that the two strokes are fuel injected now. So I know that KTM is picking up customers because of that. They may be losing some, maybe some people are going over to beta or, or Sherco or whatever because of that. But I'm telling you, there's also a ton of people that are coming into this sport and buying a KTM specifically because of the EFI. So get a 2020 uh, KTM 250 or 300 XC because it's an awesome uh, fuel injection system. The bikes start better in 2020 than they did in 2019 and 2018. I mean, they just do. And there are some things that you can do, maybe like idle screw mod adjustments and things to make them even start any better. I haven't done that yet because my 2020s are starting very good. Uh, they also adjust to altitude better. They've got that ambient air pressure sensor. And if your dealer has actually started the bike up correctly and done the correct wake up things, and, and you can go down to the dealer too and get updated maps on your bike. They can reflash the ECU and give you some updated maps that are working better and better and better, which I think is really cool. And if you got a good dealer, they probably won't charge you very much for that if they charge you anything at all. I think the 2020 TPI bikes are running a little bit smoother overall, you know, from what I can tell. Um, I love, I love the little changes in that they've made to the fork in valving. It feels more planted. It feels more plush. Um, and I, I just, I love the way it feels and, and, and keep in mind, you guys need to be running a little bit lower pressure. I keep harping on this, but that's because I think it need, it, it bears repeating. If you're running the standard pressure in those, those exact forks, the air fork on the front, the standard pressure that they want you to run is 139 PSI. And I've been running a lot lower than that. In the mountain single track, we were running about 118 because the bike does, the, the pressure does heat up just a little bit in there. And so I kind of was shooting for a target of 120 PSI. And if you run it down at about 118, once it heats up, I think it's about at 120 and the bike just soaks up a ton of stuff. And it, it's just so much more forgiving at that lower pressure. Then when we go out to the desert, I'll put a little more in, but I'm not doing any more than 130 anymore. It doesn't matter how fast we're going. I'm, j I'm just running lower pressures in that fork. And so that's a, that's a really good reason to get the 2020 XC line is because, you know, the changes in the forks are great. It feels more planted. Um, you know, they, they're smoother running than they've ever been. They adjust to altitude better. The bikes start better and they have, 
you know, the, the, the TPI system in 2020 has gotten better and better. So, I mean, I can make those two arguments for the XC line. You can get 2019, you can save some money. You're not really giving up a lot. You've got the carburetor still on the 2019. You know, it's simple. It's got the kickstart. Frame didn't get a ton of updates and you can save some money. So those are the reasons why you would want to go with 2019. 2020, we just covered that. Um, now, here's what I really want to get into. The XCW. So, as you guys know, I the 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 2012 the 2012 KTM 300 XCW is the reason why we're having this conversation right now. That bike changed my life. Getting on the right bike, the right tool for the job, changed my life forever. So, and I loved it. And then I got a 2014 XCW, and I thought that was amazing. And then in 2015, I decided I'm gonna try the XC line. And from that point on, I've kind of been off the XCWs. I mean, I've still had them and I've tested them, but I just gel better with the gearing on the XC line and I gel better with the suspension on the XC line. But a lot of that is changing right now. So if we were having this conversation two months ago, before I'd had the chance to ride a 2020 KTM 300 XCW, because I've only ridden the 300W, I haven't ridden the 250 yet. If we had this conversation at that time, I would have basically said similar things to what I just told you on the XC line. I'm like, well, you know, you can save some money and blah, blah, blah. And money, you know, saving money is good. And they didn't make that many changes and yada, yada, yada. You can hear me saying that because I just did it right on the XC line. But um, my opinion has changed. So why is that? And you notice I pause for dramatic effect here. I'm not going to tell you to go out there and save money on the 2019 XCW. Not going to do it. The 2020 KTM 300 XCW is so much better than my 2019 that I don't even want to own it anymore. If I could drop the mic, I'd drop it right now. Let me say that one more time. The experience that I have so far on the 2020 KTM 300 XCW is so much better than my 2019 KTM 300 XCW, and both of them are TPIs, that I don't want to own my 2019 anymore. That doesn't happen very often. It happened once to me in 2017 when they changed a bunch of stuff, like I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast. It made my 2016 and 2015s feel obsolete. And I'm not saying that the 2020 KTM 300 XCW makes my 2019 feel obsolete, but it does make me want to not own it very much longer. Like, here's the thing. They did a new frame. And this, this year, the XCW got a new frame. Now, people are telling me it's the same frame as, as the XC. I don't think it is. Because some of the welds and some of the things... Uh, Tyler and I were talking about this. Some of the some of the things like 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 your um, Tyler was trying to swap over his uh, what do they call them? Like the the shin guards. It's not the shin guard. It's it's the guard that goes down the frame guard. The frame guard that cover the, that protects your frame from your boots rubbing on it. Tyler had a his twenty nineteen you know three hundred XC and he tried to take those Acherby's frame guards off the twenty nineteen XC bike and put it on the twenty twenty. XCW bike and it wouldn't fit. It was close, but wouldn't fit. So the frame isn't exactly like an XC frame. And obviously the, you know, the, the W has the, the PDS in the back, 
But the point is, it's not the exact same frame as the XC line, but it is freaking amazing. They've got this new frame. They've got new fork valving. There's new geometry in that bike. And it is now the, like, it's the best combination of a plush front fork that soaks everything up, but it still feels balanced. It still feels aggressive. I've never seen any of that quite come in that. All of those things come in, in a bike like that. It is stupid good. Like that, that XCW now, the 2020 XCW is stupid good. It, it has, it, it balances, it walks, it walks this tightrope of being able to soak everything up for the slow speed stuff and have, you know, have a lot like, like be really soft and supple in the initial part of the stroke, but it isn't blowing through the stroke immediately. If the speeds pick up, yeah, the, it will go through the stroke more than an XC uh, front fork will, but it is this magic little magic thing, um, that is happening. And I love it. It is the most balanced XCW that I've ever been on. And that's one of the problems that a lot of people have had with the XCWs is they've kind of had like a little bit of a stink bug effect, right? Where the back end was high. And so, you know, you could, you would take your suspension to a, you know, suspension tuner or whatever, and they would kind of raise the front end or drop the back end and just try to try to get rid of some of these things. Cause it just didn't feel balanced. You know, the W's of the, of the past few years, but that is gone. It's gone for me. And I've, I've had a chance to, to ride the bike like the XCW in the mountains back to back with the beta 200 RR and the forks felt more plush than the 200 RR and the four. And this is nothing. This is, this is not me saying anything bad about the beta. I'm loving that freaking beta 2020 beta 200 RR, you know, because the 300 XC W that I'm talking about, it felt heavier than the beta 200 RR. It just did. And even though the beta, I think, is actually just a touch heavier on the scale, the 300 felt heavier. But that's because it's a 300. The little 200 feels great. The point of this is that the forks on the KTM XCW 2020 gave me the impression that the trail was smoother than on the beta. And the beta fork was impressing me. I'm sitting there thinking like, holy crap, I was enjoying the beta. I was having a ton of fun. And then I swap over to the KTM. And the very first thing that I noticed is I almost wheelied the bike over a couple times because the KTM 300 XEW has so much more power than the beta 200. And I'm not dissing the beta. It just, it just has a lot more power. But, but once I got used to, I didn't loop the bike out and then we started going up the trail. I'd been riding the beta for like two hours. And then I swap over to the KTM and I was like, oh my gosh. What happened? Is this a different trail system? Because all of a sudden I wasn't feeling like the chatter as much. That was awesome. The bike felt agile. I was like, this doesn't feel like an XCW to me. And then uh, a couple weeks later or whenever we go down and we're riding five miles of hell. You guys heard the podcast probably last time where I was talking about, Hey, my, my 2019, you know, left me stranded. This is, this is not talking about that. After we were done with our, with the toe back ride, I jumped on my, uh, my, what was it? The 300 XC bike. And we went on the red trail down there at five miles of hell. You know, it's real similar to the five miles of hell part, but the, the, the obstacles aren't quite as much and whatever. And it's anyway, the point is I asked Tyler if I could ride the XCW, his, his 2020 XCW. And it was fantastic on those rocks. It was soaping everything. It was soaking everything up. And it's just like, like kind of video game. Good. I've used that thing, that term before. And then we go back. There's a, there's a section of whoops. It's like a five miles of a whooped out kind of trail or whatever. And I'm just blitzing on that. 
Um, and it, like, it was an XCW that was confidence inspiring. I mean, I'm going through whoops, I'm going through different things and I'm thinking the bike is staying straight and true and the fork isn't deflecting and the rear end isn't deflecting. And I'm going, holy crap, this is literally the best XCW that I've been on. I know I, I've said that before, but like they just keep making small improvements to where it's getting better and better. And a lot of times the improvements are like, you know, kind of small and it's not a huge thing, but in the 2020 man, holy crap. I, I literally, I don't want to own my 2019 anymore. I, I want a 2020 and I'm just like, oh, I told people I was going to do this long-term review on the 2019 and get it to at least a hundred hours. And right now it's, it's pushing a hundred. Um, it's going to be there really soon. Um, and that's fine. But I also thought, well, I'll just keep this as a hard enduro bike and I'll keep it as my kind of like my beat up bike and everything and take it out to the desert and do, you know, these, these harder trails that really never make it to YouTube. Um, but the thing is, it just kind of sucks because I need, I want, I want to put, I want to put more time into the 2019, the 300 and push it to 150 hours or something uh, and just see how long it takes until the oil pump fails. But now I really don't want to do that anymore because I, Every time I get on the bike, I'll know. I'll be like, oh, I'm you know, giving up a lot because I love the 2020 so much better. Right now, what I want to do is I want to go out there and I want to buy a KTM 300 XCW and turn that into my hard enduro bike and just keep that for a few years. And just, you know, it won't be a bike I ride all the time, but if we're going to go do something nasty, you know, super technical, super whatever, um, and I, I, that's the bike I want. That's the bike I'd want to take. That's the bike I'd want to have. But I'm kind of stuck with this 2019 so, you know, maybe I'll ask someone to keep slamming some hours into it for me. I did that earlier. I had my buddy Sam put 25, 30 hours into it, I don't know, while I was testing some other things. And maybe that's what I need to do is just hang on to it. Um, but it's, it's a resource. <laughs> I, I have limited resources. I've got way too many bikes sitting there right now, and I don't want to then add a 2020 XCW to it without dumping this one off. So I, I don't know what to do there. All I know is the 2020... 300 XEW, and I'm sure the 250 is the same. I almost prefer the 250s in a lot of cases. Those 2020s are freaking awesome. And if you are on the fence between a 2019 XEW and a 2020 XEW, let me just help you get off the fence. Do the 2020 because it's way better. I mean, I just went through this podcast earlier and I, I told you, I don't care if you're on the fence on the XC line because I can make arguments either way. I'm not making a single argument for keeping, for going a 2019 XCW. I'm just not. I don't care if you can, you can save a little bit more money. I mean, it matters, but here's the thing. If you're going to buy a bike and you're going to spend, let's say, you know, 9000 on the discounted one, let's say, because these bikes are like $10,000, right? So if you can get $1,000 off, then it's $9,000 plus the tax and title and tag and blah, blah, blah. And you're going to be like 9,700 out the door or something like that, depending on where you are. If you did the 2020 bike, you're going to be like, you know, 10,700 or 10,800 out the door. That's an extra $1,000. Okay. So we talk mathematically. If you already can spend, you know, $9,700, Adding it up to 10,800 is just adding like 10%. And I would say that 10% is worth it, dudes. Like I'm all about saving money. I'm all about being thrifty and all of those things. But if you can afford a $10,000 bike, because that's basically what both these things are, do the 2020, man. Everything about it is better. 
the, I can't think of a single thing that didn't improve. You know, and I'm not saying the bikes are perfect because there's some things about the plastic. There's some things that I don't like. I wish they, you know, I wish they ran a little bit more fuel in them. Um, you can, you can change those things with aftermarket ECUs or whatever. The point is they're freaking awesome and get the 2020 XCW. That is my suggestion to you. And I will stand by that because it has been eye-opening, eye-opening to me, you know? So I hope this is helpful. If you guys, you know, a lot of the, a lot of the podcast topics are just coming from you guys. I'm, you guys are emailing me in Kyle at Dirtbike Channel. You're emailing in and saying, hey, what about this? What about this? And I put it on a list. I've got a big list of podcast topics that I'm going to go through. Obviously, there's some interviews coming. There's some other, there's other things coming, me just ranting like this. Um, and some of these things work better. You know, some of these stories, some of these topics kind of work better in, in uh, podcast form than YouTube form. I, but I, this is important enough, and there's not enough of you guys listening to this. Uh, I'll probably put it out on YouTube as well. I'll just have to be in a... In fact, maybe I'll be able to upload this to uh, YouTube. I was trying to record it here off my computer, and if I can get that sucker to work. Because the YouTube recording the podcast and syncing up the audio has been kind of a nightmare because my recording equipment doesn't have the exact same clock speed as any of my cameras. I've tried it on all my cameras, and so what happens is I have a hard time getting the audio to sync. I can have the audio synced up at the beginning or the end, but it kind of it like it drifts as it goes. So then I have to figure out how to change this like in Final Cut Pro, and I've got it okay, so I can kind of match them up a little bit better. So maybe this is a podcast that I'll kick up to YouTube if, if I can make that work because I have been recording. So anyway, um, please rate and review these podcasts wherever you're getting them, whether it's on Stitcher or Google Plus or iTunes or Spotify or whatever. Please rate and review. That really helps me. Um, if you want to support my family, you can go to Patreon. I've got dirt bike uh, sweepstakes going on every once in a while. I think I'll probably, I will still have the dirt bike sweepstakes going on right now. So you could enter to win a 2019 KTM 250 XC or the 2020 300 XC TPI. I'm giving them both away. Who else can do that? Who else can say that? On a podcast, I just told you, should you buy this one or this one? And I actually happen to be giving one of each away. You only have until December 15th to get entered into that. So go ahead and do that. I think that's all I've got, guys. So remember, wherever you go, leave a single track.